Ron Raymond here from the Ram Report for a Friday. It is a football-friendly Friday. It is October 14th. Hope you have yourself a good start to your friendly Friday. As always, don't forget, subscribe to our channel by tapping that notification bell in the top right-hand corner or hit the subscribe button below this video if you're using a mobile device. Today's podcast is brought to you by your friends at bullpenpicks.com. Sign up today for the playoffs and follow the top baseball pickers right here at bullpenpicks.com. In fact, let's take a look at our top three scores. You got here's truly Ron Raymond at 571s. You got Magnums at 571. There's Art 55 at 481. Those are the uh, top three baseball pickers you want to follow for the playoffs. Also, hockeypicks.com NHL season is now underway. Uh, a lot of games last night. And if you want to follow the top hockey pickers, you can each and every day right here at hockeypicks.com. In fact, anytime you go a perfect 7 and 0 uh, and you want to see who the top leaders who are to pick, the games you get a stanley cup right there into your profile and if you want to follow the top pickers you can each and every day right here at hockeypicks.com don't forget if you want to calculate those parallels see how much money you've won on a four five six seven eight nine 10 game parlay all you got to do is go to parlaycalculator.com put in the uh, price so let's say i got a minus 110 i got a 140 underdog i got a 220 favorite i got a 170 underdog and i got a, a two uh minus two 200 favorite let's go minus 200 and then i got a 150 underdog and i put 25 dollars. i hit on calculate and you can see your payout right here is uh 1661 dollars 94 cents that's how much you would win if you put a 16 parlay with this money line price and uh, you can use the parlay calculator for free in fact i recommend you check it on your mobile device check out parlay calculator on your mobile device it's uh, very easy uh, fan friendly as they say and uh, if you want to calculate it, you can at parlaycalculator.com. Speaking of calculators, don't forget ATS calculator. You want to know what the number on the game should be. So let's say, for example, since it's a NFL football Friday, and uh, let's take a look at uh, one of the games, uh, what the line should be. Let's say we go to the, uh, uh, let's try the, 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 let me see here. What game should we use right here as a great example? And uh, let's go Minnesota against Miami. So let's say Minnesota is on the road. And uh, where's Minnesota against uh, the Dolphins? Let's go to Miami. Click on Create ATS Results. And if you scroll down to the bottom right here, 
this is what the line should be. Uh, Minnesota minus 4.5. And you see the uh, the Dolphins are, um, the Vikings are minus 3.5. And, and the over-under at 45.8. And uh, look at that, 45.5. So ATSCalculator.com. If you want to know uh, perception versus reality, I talk about it every day on the show. What's the perception? That's what the bookmaker thinks. That he's uh, That's the number the bookmaker thinks. They can get 50% of the people betting on Minnesota, 50% of the people betting on Miami, and then they make their uh, money in the middle but um perception versus reality this is the reality part of the uh of the equation and you go to atscalculator.com to get the numbers for this weekend in fact watch the show today i'm going to give you the prediction on every nfl game this weekend and we had a <laughs> kicked it off with a great uh, prediction last night in fact the ats calculator uh had washington winning last night by 1.37 and had the over under at 40.4 so yeah not not too many uh, goal, uh goals uh, to point scored in that game but uh, ATSCalculator.com if you want to get the number. And the World Series of Handicapping Pro Football Contest Season number 11 is underway. And if you want to uh, get in your picks for this week, you can still join, win the weekly prize of a free one-year membership right here at ATSStats.com. All right, good morning, good afternoon, and good night wherever you are located in the World Wide Web. My name is Ron Raymond. I'm a five-time sports handicapping champion based out of Ottawa, Ontario, Canada. It's a beautiful day here in the nation's capital. 11 degrees here in uh, sunny Ottawa and hopefully it's nice and uh, uh, stay sunny and dry for this evening as the Ottawa Red Blacks take on the Montreal Alouettes and I know there's a lot of Eugene Lewis fans out there and uh, we'll be uh, watching that game here tonight me and Mrs. Raymond uh, watching the game from uh, TD Place here in Ottawa looking forward to that and uh, hopefully you're having a good day hopefully you didn't uh, hey, talk about two stinkers of a game on a Thursday night Amazon reviewing their uh, probably hey, all the executive of Amazon reviewing their uh, their schedule okay well what's the next Thursday night game yeah we, we we need to start flexing some of these games maybe right but uh hey it is what it is and the good thing is you had uh, hockey to belly out maybe some nba basketball and uh yeah so hopefully you guys were able to uh watch some of the games i watched uh let me see i watched a couple of hockey games last night i watched a bit of that football game and uh, hopefully you guys were able to uh, cash in and uh, make it to a cash out Monday. It is a football friendly Friday and we've got a great show lined up for you guys here today. We're going to talk about the uh, the horse racing picks that we always give. We've got three baseball playoff games. We're going to go over those. We've got four NHL games. Uh, we're going to go through the NFL, uh, SBI and the Bears and Bulls report. Also, we're going to take a look at the scoring matchups and the, uh, the, the rankings of the teams in the NFL, how they do uh, points for and points against and how they match up this weekend and then we will go through all the games for week number six and then we finish it off with some fun facts hey with a little of uh we're talking about 80 percent club stats that's what we're gonna do we're gonna talk about 80 percent club stats and we will get through that in just a few minutes all right i see my good friend the nature boys in the house hello again everybody wrong nature boy <laughs> There you go. There's the nature boy. First one in. Nasty Nestor. I thought that was pretty funny. Hey, uh, uh, Nestor Cortez going here today. The stash. I call him the stash. I know you call him the Nasty Nestor there, nature boy. But yeah, the stash going for the Yankees today. Brent Vienni's in the house. Good morning, Brent. Scott Champion's in the house. Fancy, fantastic, fun Friday to all. Hey, there's a, what, a triple F right there, eh? A triple F. Not bad. Not bad there, Scott. Um, is that a cut? Uh, cutless Scott says uh, Brent 
Good morning, afternoon from the East Coast. Scott is from the East Coast. Where in the East Coast, Scott? You're from uh, Canadian, U.S., uh, Newfoundlander, uh, Blue Noser there in Nova Scotia, or are you out in the um, Massachusetts or wherever you're from in the East Coast. Amazon got screwed on the Thursday night game, says the Nature Boy. Uh, can't tell me NFL didn't plan that. Amazon paid $1 billion for that deal. Yeah, that's a, uh, yeah. I don't think they anticipated those kind of games in the last two weeks, right? Next time that you're in the chat, Check, check out what I posted in CFL chat room for Gino at Ron says um, um, Brent Vienne. All right. Next time you're in the chat, check out what I posted in the CFL chat room for Gino. All right. You're talking about the Discord, Brent. I'm not sure where, what chat you're talking about. Um, Mitchell Watson, the host. Uh, it's a Maine's world. Good morning, Jermaine. And uh, the, yeah, okay. Uh, yeah. So let me know which, uh, which one you're talking about there, Brent. And uh, yeah, Blue Nova. <laughs> Hey, where where in Nova Scotia? I did my basic training in Cornwallis uh, many moons ago, 1990. Hey, um, yeah, I had a good time in Halifax. Um, yeah, if you ever been to Halifax, it's a great uh, place to go during the uh, the summer. Hey, where you go where all the the docks are and all that. Uh, Prub Street here, Tropica TSM's in the house. Tropical Smoothie Manager and uh, Scott Champion with a nice uh, smile right there. And yeah, so all right, we got a great show lined up for you today, and uh, let's uh, kick it off as we always do. And that is, we go to the uh, the golden rules of sports betting, and uh, we uh, cash, let's homie. get that straight cash today on a football friendly Friday. How'd you like? Uh, how'd you like my thumbnail today? Hey, eh? with the the football holding the beer mug. I thought that was pretty funny. Uh, every time I do those thumbnails, it's always fun to do, right? I always try to include my uh, my warped sense of humor into those uh, those thumbnails. But uh, hopefully, yeah. It's a good way to kick off a football Friday, right? All right. Uh, speaking of uh, football Friday, if you're making your picks, always remember, hey, um, go back to the fundamentals. No, you don't do that. Yeah, we will do that today, Denny. And uh, today at the Ram Report, we're talking about value. Do you have value in your uh, in your selections? Is the percentage play in your favor? Are the performance cycles lining up to be in your favor? Player availability, I don't care who's injured. I just need to know who's going to be available to play. And we use a disciplined money management system. Today on the show, you're going to hear me talk about A, B, and C type teams in the Rain Report. And in fact, I'm going to show you guys that in just a few minutes. Um, A type teams are teams with a 60 or higher win percentage. B type teams are 50 to 59.9. And C type teams, those are teams uh, below 49.9%. And uh, now you can say it, Denis. No, you don't do that. (laughs) You don't do that. Why not? Never, never. Why not? Against the rules. Against the rules. We don't bet on 49.9 or percent lower. And like Bill Parcell says all the time, you are what your record says you are. And if you bet on bad teams and expecting great results, well, um, <laughs> hey, you got to ask yourself one question. Yeah, what's going on out here? All right, teams that are bullish, those are teams in the NFL that are 3-0 and or better. Teams that are bearish, 0-3 or worse. And teams that are neutral, 1-2, and 2-1 in their last three games. And also, you got to follow the 10 commandments of sports betting. Speaking of the 10 commandments, and uh, number one, bet, don't bet big money on C-type teams in the Ram Report. No, you don't do that. Nope, you don't do that. Never lay points, take the points, or bet the money line or the over-under if you want to do this for the long run. Create your own number, maybe using the ATS calculator. It's your number against the bookmakers. At the end of the day, is your number better than the bookmaker's number? Follow a disciplined money management system. Never force a pick because you need action on a game. No, you don't do that. You don't do that. Why not? Never, never. Why not? Against the rules. Against the rules. Never chase losing bets on a bad day. Bet with your wallet, not your heart. NHL home favorites. Keep an eye on that. Coming off a one-goal loss. 60%. 
uh, in their next game. 60% is pretty good. And uh, since 2011, never bet against A-type teams who are bullish at home. The 24-hour rule of betting, take a day off after a big win. Enjoy those wins because you just never know when you're going to get that next big kill. And uh, never bet on teams who are bearish. Uh, you don't do that. No, you don't do that. You don't do that. Oh, no, never, never. Why not? Against the rules. You know, you're stupid when you do that. <laughs> I just love that last comment. You know you're stupid when you do that. All right, uh, let me see here. Money management system. If you want to follow our money management system, you know, sometimes it's always, uh, I always notice uh, when people start getting into sports betting, after a few months, they're like, okay, uh, what am I doing wrong here, right? How many times, we've all been there, right? We've all been there at the beginning. Like, you think you got this figured out. And the thing is, is, is people come in betting, Probably when it's like during a favorite cycle, right? And again, when I go through the SBI each and every day, there's a reason why I do this repetitive and I like to stay consistent in the message I'm trying to deliver. And following cycles is 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 one thing that you need to really follow. I think it's one of the things in sports betting we just like, ah, whatever. You know, it's like Monday. Ah, whatever. It's a cash out Monday. It's just Monday. And it's a day that ends in Y, right? But you got to really follow these cycles. If you bet every day and you think that every day is going to be, uh, you know, it's like, you know, I say it all the time. I know I should just get a press rewind, eh? Um, if you, it's like the, it's like the stock market. You think the stock market's always going to go up and up and up. You think favorites are always going to go up. No, you got to follow the cycles. What goes up must come down. And you know, Jerry, the, the Jerry Seinfeld episode, eh? Even, even uh, Steven, eh? Even Steven, you got to find, that's why we call these uh, cycles neutral, bullish and bearish because you got to follow which um, teams or not even teams, eh? From a macro environment, you got to see where the sports books are uh, on the number and uh, what's coming in favorite it's underdogs is it neutral and uh, normally when it's neutral you know you, you never want to lay big money on on favorites when you know favorites have won like four five six seven weeks in a row maybe underdogs because it seems to be the trend in the nfl but again uh, i know the underdogs are coming in a lot right now in the nfl but what goes up must come down and there will be a reversal at one point all right uh, each and every day we uh, go feed the ponies hey eh? let's go uh, feed the ponies today at uh, i believe it's aqueduct or no uh um, I think it's Belmont. Who's Mazoo's in the house? Good morning, who's Mazoo? Uh, great morning, coach. OG Wheat. Yep, they're off and running today at Belmont in uh, at the Big A. That's why they're called it uh, Belmont. It's supposed to be Aqueduct, but the, uh, I believe they're doing some renovations. That's why they're calling it Belmont at the Big A. And today it is uh, Friday, October 14th. And if you're going to bet the ponies today at Belmont, I'm going to recommend, uh, let me see here, in race number one, which is a $95,000 uh, maiden special weight race. Look at that price tag right there. Look at that, uh, uh, that purse, $95,000. That's almost like a state race right there 1235 post time one mile in the dirt we are going to recommend the 161a in race number one today at belmont the number one horse croupy with irad ortiz jr in the saddle irad is hitting 36 percent in the money last 100 and what does in the money mean it means that he's either came first second or third in his last 100 races think about that irad ortiz jr last 100 races 
36% in the money. He came in first, second, or third. That's why he's one of the great uh, horse racing jockeys in horse racing. Number six horse, inflationary. inflationary. Yeah, a lot of that going on right these days. Uh, Pratt's in the saddle here at 36%. And then 1A, Mindtap. Carmoose in the saddle on Mindtap. The 1A, 6 to 5 morning line on Mindtap. And your Joker's Wild selection is the two horse signature uh, with Castellano in the saddle on the number two horse signature. And uh, hopefully that pays out for you. All right, I'm going to go with Ira today in race number one today at Belmont Stakes, especially a $95,000 purse. If you want to do that, you go with uh, the top jockey and Irad Ortiz Jr. What you want to do is let's say you got a $20 budget, put 10 to win, 10 to place on the one horse croupy. This way it comes in first, you get paid twice. Comes in second, you get paid once, which is also nice. And you want to bet today's first race at Belmont using ATSStats.com tip sheet right here for free at ATSStats.com. Go to Horses, free tip sheet. And then once you get there, go in the pull-down menu, go to Belmont at the Big A. It says free. And you get all the races today for free at Belmont right here at ATSStats.com. Nine races today in Bel- at Belmont. And uh, happy racing to everybody today at Belmont. Hey, a little horn for the uh, the people at Belmont today. One minute to post time. One minute. One minute to post time. I love that clip. All right, uh, let's see here. What do we got next? All right, let me see what you guys are saying in the bullpen. Good morning, who's Mizzou? And uh, yeah, so um, if you have any questions, and let, let, what what game should we put the NFL? Um, I'll let you guys pick the game of the week. Remember, trying to get more engagement here from the audience. Uh, what game should be the NFL game of the week? Which uh, what do you guys think? Should it be the uh, let me see, New England, Cleveland, Minnesota, Miami, Tampa Bay? Um, you know what? That Dallas game. Yeah, I think Dallas and Philly. Yeah, let's do the uh, the Sunday nighter, right? I think that's the one we want to pick. All right. So who do you guys like today? I'll do the poll question of the day. Who does the bullpen like today? So that's what I'll put right there. Who does the bullpen uh, like today? And we'll say Cowboys. Oh, you guys want Bills Chief? All right, we'll do Bills Chief. All right, we'll do the Bills and the Chiefs. All right, you guys want Bills Chiefs. Eh? Ask and you shall receive. All right, let me see here. Buffalo, minus 2.5. Minus 2.5. Or Kansas City. Plus 2.5. Oh, plus 2.5. All right, there you go. That is your poll question of the day. Who do you guys like on the Sunday? Do you like the Buffalo Bills minus 2.5? Or do you like Kansas City plus 2.5? And, and let's see what the uh, the audience here, the sharp audience, eh? Hey, you guys are sharp like a spoon, right? <laughs> hey Hey, sharp like a spoon here at the... Um... Hey, going back to my 80s classic right here. All right, so uh, who do you guys like here today? The Bills or the Kansas City Chiefs? My, oh, look at that. Look at the Bills running in front. Hey, Bills Mafia must be voting right now. That's what I think. All right, let's uh, take a look at uh, what's on deck here now. Let's go to Major League Baseball, and uh, let's go to the Daily VPP. Uh, if you go to the website, go to MLB. And once you go to MLB, go to Daily VPP. VPP stands for Value and Percentage Play. And you go to MLB right here. And then once this uh, does its little work, go to game matchups. And let's take a look at some of the games here today. And uh, all right, let's take a look at the first game. You got Atlanta taking on Philadelphia. I don't know why they got the uh, the Yankee logos right here. Where's the Atlanta? Okay, let's go to this one here. All right, so minus 124. Um, this is going to bring up uh, the pitching matchup stats. I know Charlie Morton's going today for Atlanta. And I believe it's Nola. Hey, I think it's Nola here for 
the Phillies. Phillies are scrappy. That's that's my nickname. I'm giving this uh, the the Phillies right now. Hey, the oh Spencer Strider. Okay, they changed it. All right, so it looks like it's Spencer Strider going today for uh, Atlanta. You know the 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 thing is in, in baseball now with, with the the playoffs. You know, you, <laughs> hey, stick around an hour. They might change the the starting pitcher. Aaron Nola, eleven and thirteen on the year, not a great record. Uh, Three point two five ERA. Spencer Strider, I think he got that big contract last week too, right? Eleven and five, two point six seven ERA. And according to our numbers right here, we do like the uh, Atlanta winning today, forty six point nine percent chance of winning compared to 41.6 and the thing is with um, baseball playoff handicapping to me it's all about momentum it's all about momentum and right now um you know philadelphia mission accomplished they went into atlanta first two games they got the first game and then they they were um shut out in the second game and to me going back to philly you got that first win right this is going to be a scrappy game. I think this is going to come down to the bullpen. And I, it might be a high-scoring affair. I think the over is where you want to lean in this one. But uh, I, I don't like the side because there's something that tells me that Philadelphia, they're, they're in this groove of hitting right now. Well, not last game, but um, they're scrappy. And when the whole world's on one team, what do you do? You go the other way. Uh, even though I like Atlanta, I think the over is where you want to go here, 7.5. And, a half. and uh, today you got uh, the Dodgers taking on San Diego. You got Blake Snell up against Tony Gonsolin, eh? And uh, look at that, Tony Gonsolin. I know, he, remember, he hasn't pitched a lot since uh, October 23rd. In fact, uh, he I think he came off the uh, the uh, DL. October 3rd, he went two innings, three hits, one run. And uh, I just don't know what, uh, let me see, uh, Gonsolin will start. What was his injury? I don't know what his injury was. But, uh, you know, is he coming in uh, gimping or what, right? Is he gimpy? I don't know. Blake Snell. I think Blake Snell has found his uh, form of late. Uh, Blake Snell, let me take his numbers. The lefty. And you know what? Let me see how the uh, the Dodgers do against lefties in just a few minutes. So Blake Snell, uh, looking at his numbers since, uh, let me say, let's go back to September 16th when he faced Arizona. Uh, four hits, one run, one earn. Uh, he went seven innings. He went seven innings against St. Louis. He went five innings against the Dodgers. And one hit, no runs. Not, not bad. And then the Chicago White Sox, six innings, um, three hits. And um, he didn't get the, he got the loss. He got the loss in that game. What was the score of that final game? And it was a 2-1 final for the White Sox in that game. Let me see how the... Um, let me go to the rain report. I want to see how the Dodgers do against lefties. Hey, you know what? <laughs> Dodgers and Astros, uh, some of the best teams this year in baseball, um, you know, probably going to be a very good record. But it's all about momentum. To me, you know, analytics, yeah, analytics, you you, you got to look at and respect it. But to me, it's all about the momentum going into the playoffs. Playoff, um, any sport playoff is about old mole, right? Momentum. And you're hitting your stride, the cycles that I keep talking about. And I think the Dodgers, um, let me see, versus lefties on the road this year, 16 and 9, 10, 13, and 2. How about at home? Let me go see how they do at home against lefties. Let me go to my fateful database right now. Go to dashboard. See, this is why I love having the tools in the toolbox right here. So this way, if I want something, I just go to my toolbox and let me go to the Dodgers. Um, overall against lefties. Now it's going to take me a while to get this here. There's so many um, queries. All right, uh, where's the lefties? Uh, no, that's right-handed pitcher. Where's the lefties? Uh, there it is. All right, and we'll go this season. And I don't want the Angels. I want the Dodgers. All right, current season, LA Dodgers. Survey says. <clears throat> 
Wow, 33 and 17. Pretty good. 23, 25, and 2. I wanted to see this right here. Very, very balanced. So the bookmaker is doing a good job on the number. And uh, yeah, so you know what? Tough, tough one here. What's the uh, the the line on that game again? Let me just go back to the uh, dashboard and go back to my rain report. I really don't have a strong, strong feel in that game. You know, um, you know, San Diego went out and got all those players, and now um, you know they got that win last game. Is you know, it's like the Philly game, right? They're, they're even. Uh, is momentum. But the, the one thing in San Diego, right? The LA fans, it's a short trip. So what's the crowd going to be like tonight at Petco? Uh, let me take a look at the number. LA on the road against B-type teams, 15 and 10. And uh, for the, um, the, the Padres, 6 and 9. In fact, let me go back to my uh, dashboard again. I know I'm spending a lot of time on this game here, right? But uh, you know what? That's why you watch the show, right? We do our research and uh, just the facts, man. Just give me the facts. Let me do San Diego. Let's see how the Padres do against the uh, the Alphas at home. So San Diego at home against eight type teams this season. Um, six and nine, six and nine to the under. Hmm, interesting. How about uh, the last? Let me see the last five, uh, last seven games. Let's go last seven. Let's do last seven games, three and four game series, right? Four and three. Wow, wow. All right. So I'm looking at the uh, the average number is seven point five seven. What's the total in that game tonight? Seven and a half. You know what? When in doubt, get out. And that's the thing, right? What's one of my rules? Never force a pick. Never force a pick. There's always. I think right now what I'm looking at is um, Atlanta philly over i think atlanta philly over and then you got the the yankees taking on the guardians that was the rainout game so that's gonna be made up today um yankees hey business as usual right the yankees and uh, i do like the yankees here today i do like the yankees my line had a 169 you're getting 145 now i prefer when a line is overvalued than undervalued right now we're getting 145 this is what the line uh, we have it at 169 and look at the yankees against b-type teams at home 25 and 12 yep give me the stash today give me the stash all right uh, let me see here uh, boom um let me see take care of that um, it's baseball. We're talking about Russell coming off the bench. Strider is a baby DeGrom in the making, says Vienni. Uh, Brent, Strider is just a six year. Yeah, you just got a contract. Get him, chat girls. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah, we sick, the, we sick the dogs on the chat girls right there, uh, F. Hey, good morning, F. Uh, nice to see you. F is for fantastic. Hey. Hey, baby. We're going to be here all day. <laughs> We're going to be here all day, baby. I like this kind of party. Yeah, we like. I like yeah, what else those people? What else those guys in the in the bullpen, right? Hey, this is this is a different type of party. We're talking the we're talking numbers here. All right, uh, that's baseball today. So yeah, Phillies over and Yankees today is what I'm uh, leaning towards, and that is my baseball preview. Let's go to the NHL. Let's take a look at the National Hockey League. Hey, let me, I got to get my uh, my organ out for the uh, the NHL. Go Sens, go! Yeah. <laughs> hey, remember we talked about the the Buffalo Sabers yesterday, and I told Ross, I said, you know what, Buffalo, I, I like the way they played the stretch out last year. They played Buffalo started slow last year. They didn't have a lot of uh, um, goal scoring, and it wasn't really um, consistent. But Buffalo looked good down the stretch, and they they showed last night. Um, Ottawa couldn't do nothing on the power play. They had two breakaways. You know, I'm, I'm not sitting here trying to be a homer for Ottawa, but um, yeah, congrats if you had Buffalo. Um, 
I, it just, uh, hey, Anderson, 41 years old, and he, uh, he he stood on his head. What, he faced 41 shots or something like that? Carolina taking on the Sharks here tonight. Um, I do think Carolina should uh, take care of business in this one. In fact, Carolina, 4-6 and six in their last 10 visits to the Shark Tank. So uh, I do like the um, uh, the Canes tonight. New York Rangers. Hey, the Rangers looked good again last night. The Rangers, I'm telling you, the Rangers are going to be a good team to uh, – um, to contend with in the uh, Eastern Conference, seven three. That that's that's an ass kicking right there. They went into Minnesota, where Minnesota is really tough at home, and they got the job done. Now the the um, the tough part is tonight though is when you play in these back to back games. You played last night in Minnesota. You're traveling to Winnipeg tonight, seven and three, straight up record in their last ten trips. Um, this should be a win here tonight, right? It should be a win for the uh, the Rangers. Do we think uh, it'll be a seven? Yeah, do I think Shesterkin's going to be in that? Probably not. You probably see a lot. But uh, I again remember I say about backup goalies pass. Hey, if, if Shesterkin plays this game here tonight, yeah, Rangers. If not, if it's a lock, I'll take a pass. Tampa Bay in Columbus. Um, yeah, Tampa Bay. They, they opening night New York uh, Rangers. That's a tough. Uh, that's a tough. A tough one right out of the gate. Minus one eighty five. And uh, looking at the percentage play, fifty four percent. I do like uh, Tampa Bay here tonight, especially that they lost against um, uh, the Rangers in, in game number one. But they got to get the, the the power play going right. Three one was the final. Six and four in the last ten in Columbus. So I do like uh, the uh, the Lightning here tonight. And Montreal, Detroit. This is gonna be. As Don Cherry would say, rock'em sock'em type hockey, goal scoring wise. I don't think you're gonna see a lot of fisticuffs. <laughs> they don't. I don't think you see these. Uh, this will be more like a pillow fight. But uh, these two teams, uh, they can fly. Cole Caulfield. I've been saying since day one. The first time I saw Cole Caulfield, the first thing he reminded me of was Matt Snazlin. Remember Matt Snazlin, the Swede, uh, the Swedish player back in the uh, the nineties. Man, if you look at Cole Caulfield, you see Matt Snazlin. That's to me, he's Matt Snazlin. Um, Red Wings. Well, watch out. I think they're going to be a playoff team this year. And uh, now that uh, they got some goaltending, uh, they're going to be good. This this uh, this might be a Detroit. I don't like the line, though. Look at the line. Minus 170. This line need, to me, this line maybe 125. I think Detroit 125 was the line. Over, over-exaggerated. Um, that's why I think I think Detroit wins, but I'm not laying 170 on, on the Red Wings. That's way overvalued. Montreal in the last 10 trips to Detroit, 6-4 and four straight up. And in the last 10 head-to-head meetings, it is 5-5. Five and five. This will be a good game. This will be a coin flip, but I would have to lean with Detroit. And uh, that's uh, the bottom line because you know who said so, right? Uh, Steve Austin. And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said, said so. All right, let's get to the NFL on a football Friday. All right, uh, let me see here. Uh, what do you guys think? You guys, uh, the poll question of the day, who do you like, the Bills or the Chiefs? 79%. You you bunch of homers out there. Is is this audience from Buffalo or something? Hey, I know, I know I'm know, i a Bills fan, and, uh, you know, uh, take out my, uh, my Bills plaque there, courtesy of uh, John Peresco. Hey, my Bills uh, Mafia plaque. And if you guys want a uh, cutting board, go see uh, the Nature Boy. He's got him. Uh, he's got some nice uh, cutting boards. But uh, yeah, what a bunch of homers here. Minus two and a half, eighty percent on the Bills. Yeah, you know what? Um, I like the Bills this weekend. I just don't know if they're going to cover. I just don't know what uh, two and a half, three, depending where you get your line. All right, let's uh, go look at the uh, SBI, the Sports Betting Index. I'm just looking at the replay there. There's my Bills uh, cutting board right there. The saw, and let's go to. SBI, which stands for Sports Betting Index. This is like my Dow Jones Industrial. And again, remember I talked about in the uh, Sports Betting uh, Golden Rules, the Betting 101. You got to know what's come in, right? 
Look at the underdogs. Wow. Um, the underdogs through the first uh, f- uh, five weeks, or uh, was it six? Yeah, there were five weeks, right? Underdogs absolutely killing it. Take away this 100% because that's um, messing up the line. The Thursday night game is messing up the uh, the overall percentage. 68% of the underdogs won last week. 50% on week number four. 68, 53. Uh, there has to be a reversal at one point. You know, and it just, it's going to happen. The, the, the question is when, right? It's not, it's not when, yeah. It's not uh, that it's going to keep going. It's when the reversal is going to happen. But look at the favorites. Favorites, um, here, that's the, that's the, uh, the thing that really puzzles me um the bookmakers doing a great job on the number look at that 62 percent of the favorites won last week but they only covered half of them wow that is amazing you know the, the favorites win but look how and, and look how many tight games we've had in the nfl man the nfl is really tough this year uh, if you look at all the nfl games seven points or less i don't know what the rec you know what here i do have a, a feature i'll tell you what it is right now hey and then more tools in the toolbox yeah, let's go to the Holy Cow Toolbox right here. ATS standing. Is it this one right here? I think it is this one right here. We'll see if this shows up. Um, let me see here. The Nature Boy, Jets and Giants. All right, here it is right here. All right, so let's take a look. And, and this, is, this is a breakdown on what's coming in this year in the NFL. Favorites winning 61.2% of the games. Underdogs, 38.7. And against the point spread, look at that, 41.9. Favorites winning 61% of the games, 41.9 against the point spread. And the home teams. Home teams winning 51 um, of the games straight up. But uh, home favorites, 60%. Home underdogs, 36.6. Wow. All right. And all, and covering 51. Road teams, 48%. But road favorites winning 63.3%. But only covering 45%. 32% to the over. Look at that. Road favorites uh, to the under. Hey, here's a, here's a little tip for you guys right there. Road favorites. Dilly dilly. dilly dilly yeah dilly dilly here's the tip for you guys 1021 on road favorites to the under so keep an eye out on that stat right there now here's the breakdown favorites have pick them to minus three winning 50 percent of the games covering 50 percent of the games home fa- uh, favorites overall favorite road favorites home favorites three and a half to six and a half 61.9 percent straight up but only covering 37.2 percent wow Favorites of seven to nine and a half, fifty percent, only covering twenty five percent, but it's only eight, uh, a volume of eight, and then whole 10, uh, 10 points or more favorites, five and zero, oh, and only covering forty percent. Now for the underdogs, here's where you're making your money on underdogs. Underdogs are three and a half to six and a half. They don't win straight up, but look at that, they cover the spread sixty point four percent of the time. And the the thing, the number that jumps out on me, it's not the sixty point four, it's this number right here. The volume, look at that. You got uh, what 42, 43 games, 43 games of uh, when the teams that are three and a half to six and a half point underdogs, uh, covering 60% of the game. This is why you watch the rain report, hey. Just uh, just uh, just the facts, ma'am, and uh, what's about the number? What, what's a uh, rule number? What is it? Rule number six? I say we we talk about in the uh, the golden rules or number. What uh, what's the golden rule right here? Uh, create your own number. It's your number against the bookmaker's number, right? Right there. Rule number three. It's your number against the bookmaker's number, and this is why you're playing the uh, you're playing the numbers game. This is a numbers game, and uh, again, it's not bees. It's not. Um, um, you know, um, the Buffalo against Kansas City. 
it's the bookmaker's number against your number and you got to find the uh, the caramel secret uh, which lies right there the truth lies in the middle right all right thanks f i will not try to think about it okay and we'll see what you guys are saying there's my good friend isaiah <laughs> isaiah hey uh, i gotta give credit to isaiah after a 7-3 dumping last night to the uh, the ranger he shows up in the bullpen and i appreciate that hey you got that's like me right uh, i have no choice i gotta do the show it's, it's a rain report i gotta be here but i'm not hiding right but uh, yeah minnesota who eh? struggling they were struggling last night i understand okay what well, i'm missing the conversation here all right uh let me see what you guys are saying oh there's pele j how you doing there pele bring out the tools baby yeah bring out the tools hey give them the pearls hey they come for the coffee but they leave with the pearls all right isaiah moore denver plus six and bagels money line officials for me i agree with you uh, isaiah i love cincinnati this weekend uh what's up isaiah says brent uh i like cincy too uh okay and uh i try not to think about it thanks uh we got snow this morning wow you got hey too early for that isaiah hey who lives in canada me or you uh, why are people in minnesota getting snow in the, here in the nation's capital it's uh 13 degrees hey see see the the the, the misconception uh, perception is of canada hey people think oh you live in canada oh, it must be freezing every day no it's uh 13 degrees you guys you guys are the one with snow hey i don't know uh i like buffalo but i don't know the heavy public play yeah og weed i agree with you he says i like buffalo but i don't know about the heavy public play that's why i'm on kansas city i know hey what, what are you doing ron you again bet with your heart uh, bet with your wallet not your heart right what's uh, the, the other golden rule the one thing is is you got us and this is where um you got to take off your fan hat and put on your uh, your accountant hat right you got to remember you're not you you, you got to stop being a fan Hey, fans are fans are what your 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 uh, your parents and your grandparents used to be back in the day. Today, the 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 younger generation, it's 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 about this. Show me the money. Show me the money, baby. Hey, show me the money. Show me the pearls, and let's get after it. All right, let's go to the Bears and Bulls report, courtesy of ATSStats.com. And uh, all you do is go to Market Index, and uh, the way you get to the Market Index is you go to your dashboard, and once you get to your dashboard, go to Market Index, and then you go to the NFL right here. And let's take a look at the A, B, and C type teams in the Ram report. And I think uh, these are the ABCs of me, baby. Yeah, these are the ABCs. Do you guys know what? Uh, let's see if you guys are good movie uh, buffs. What's what movie was this from? These are the ABCs of me, baby. Can you guys name that tune? All right, Northern Minnesota is one of the climates in North America. Uh, minus fifty Fahrenheit virtually every year. <laughs> Coldest climates. Yeah, yeah. No, I get it, and that's why they they build a dome in Minnesota, right? I wish they'd have a dome here in Ottawa or Montreal. And uh, so you know. Yeah, Montreal, the the Big O. Remember the Big O? It's still there. Hey, the, the, you know why they call it the Big O? Because we owe so much money on it. All right, uh, Philadelphia. Okay, let's take a look at the A-type teams in the Ram. Wow, look at all the A-type teams in the Ram report. These are teams with a 60 or higher win percentage. Granted, it is week number six when there's only five games played. But uh, this will sort itself out in the uh, next few weeks. And uh, in fact, let me, if you go to confidence level, um, okay, so here, just I'll do this in a second. A-type teams, look at all the A-type teams. There's not one team in A-type teams that is bearish. And that um, the teams that are bullish, Eagles, Minnesota, Dallas, and Tennessee. Which one of these four teams have a chance of being neutral in the next uh, week? Eagles, 
Vikings, well, this might not have a choice here between the Eagles and the Cowboys because they're both 3-0 in their last three. So one of these two teams are going to be 2-1. Um, and then Tennessee. Ten- Remember I talked about that with um, with Ross, the boss, Benjamin, yesterday? I said, hey, you know, Ross, but we talked about it mostly in college sports. When you get to a tipping point of a season, there's only two ways you can go, right, up or down. And I think you know we're not there yet. We're not there yet at the tipping point for the NFL, but it's Tennessee are getting these ugly wins. These are, hey, speaking of ugly, hey, here's my, um, I got an ugly joke for you guys. Well, listen, listen, why don't you start helping us out in the kitchen? All right. Uh, You can start by sticking your face in in, in the freezer and making us some ugly sickles. (laughs) Hey, some ugly sickles. Uh, We're not there at the ugly sickles yet, but uh, you can see here the Eagles. um, Look at these A-type teams. Which one of these A-type teams is going to be in the B-club soon, right? San Francisco. I just don't know if I'm sold on San Francisco just yet. I they're good. Packers, Packers will be there. You know, have quarterback, will travel. Miami, hey, if they don't if they don't um, get their QB one, QB two healthy, they'll be in the B club very soon. Chargers, I'll talk to the Chargers in just a second. Chargers, um, they might struggle against the A type teams this year. The New York Jets, yeah, they'll, they'll eventually find their way to the B, maybe C. Tampa Bay, it's just since training camp, it's just a big question mark, right? Baltimore Ravens, an A type team. Tennessee, just ugly sickles, right? Hey, good old ugly sickles uh, soundbite right there. Dallas, Dallas, hey, that Dan Quinn defense, they, they, they get after it. They get after it really good. Minnesota, ugly, right? Here's the thing with Minnesota. I want to believe, but then I go back to that Monday night game against the uh, the Eagles, right? I just don't know if uh, Minnesota is really there. Kansas City, yeah. Uh, Giants, hey, Dable. I, you know, I, I'm noticing more media outlets are picking up on my um, uh, my halftime adjustments um, coaching uh, angle here. Dable, best halftime adjustments in, in the NFL so far through uh, the first five weeks. Buffalo, yeah, Buffalo will be there. And the Eagles. Man, the Eagles have really taken the, the next uh, step, right? <laughs> There's only one B-type team. Check that out. Just one B-type team. That is amazing. In Indianapolis, and that's because of that tie. So if it wasn't for that tie, it'd be all A's and C's, right? Hey, there's something to think about right there. Had it not been for that tie, we would only have A and C type teams in the uh, in the uh, rain report. Interesting. All right, uh, Chicago. Wow, what a clunker that was last night. Detroit and Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, life after Big Ben. They got to figure out their uh, quarterback situation. But again, if you just click on confidence level right here, it'll uh, bring up all the teams that are hot, and it's a good way to uh, handicap those games. So uh, here's the only teams that are bullish right now. Eagles, Cowboys, Minnesota, Tennessee, and A-type teams. You know what these teams uh, represent to me? Uh, overvalued price maybe right maybe the overall but the thing is you got these two facing off against each other and minnesota who's the vikings playing this week uh, minnesota is playing uh, the vikings miami all right that'll be an interesting matchup right there and then you got your neutral teams and then you got your three Bears Detroit. There's Detroit, eh? Hard knocks right there. All right, uh, so those are your Bears and Bulls report for week number six of the National Football League. Let's go to the uh, the money. Let's go to the scoring. Yeah, we'll do the scoring. So you go to the uh, rain report. NOLs think the Raiders can win, uh, go on a five, six-game winning streak going forward. I don't think so. I don't think... Uh, uh, to me, it's all preparation. I just don't know if Josh Daniels is preparing his team uh, properly going into the week game. 
to me, you know, anybody who's coached football, it doesn't, you know, you just don't show up on Sunday and play the game thinking you're going to win. The, the the game on Sunday starts after the game ends on on Sunday night because what happens is once the game is over on a Sunday night the 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 video team goes in and starts breaking down all the film getting all the offense defense special teams cutting up clips getting it ready for all the uh, the coordinators all the the coaches all the players you know Monday morning everybody's watching film on their next opponent game planning there's a lot of preparation that goes into um, uh, getting ready for the next game Mondays and Tuesdays in any college football um even high school to some extent it's all about preparation right one of the one of the um the clips i one of the quotes i always tell our team you know you, you don't prepare your wings being thrown off a cliff right you you got to make sure you come into a game prepared it's all about preparation and if you are not prepared to play on sunday and preparation starts again sunday night monday monday tuesday you, you're you're doing all your uh, your scheming your film review you're getting everything ready and then you get your practice plans ready and then wednesday thursday friday walk through on the i mean your your practices uh friday i don't know if the the nfl does a walkthrough on saturday maybe saturday is a travel day or a, you know a, maybe a walkthrough day probably a walkthrough day because you want to walk through the game before uh, the day before the game and I think the NFL, do, do they practice four times a week? I know in university, um, we, we used to practice Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, you know, walk through on a Friday, and then we get to our game on a Saturday. I think the NFL might go four. I'm not sure. But uh, depending on the union, right, uh, you know, the union might have a say in that. But, yeah, so preparation. So the question is, to make a long answer, uh, <laughs> hey, to make a long uh, story short here, um, can the Raiders go? No, I don't think so. Yeah, because I just don't know if the, the preparation is there for the uh, the Denver Broncos. And the thing, uh, the uh, not the, the Raiders, yeah, he used to coach in Denver. The thing, when you, when you got these coordinators who are now head coaches, um, they, I, I don't really think they understand what goes into being a head coach. You might have an idea, but until like uh, in theory, but in too practical until you actually go through it. And it's, it's all about, you know what life's all about in the NFL time management. It, you got to use your time wisely. If you don't have time management in your preparation, um, you're, 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 um, <laughs> you're going to, as, uh, Joe Namath would say, struggling, you're going to struggle. All right, let's take a look at the top teams in the, uh, national football leagues scoring uh, per game, Kansas city. Look at that 31. Now here's, here's where Ross Benjamin's, uh, my, his inner voice comes in right now. Hey, think like a bookmaker says Ross Benjamin. And it, to me, you got to think like a bookmaker right now. If you're a bookmaker and you got the two top scoring offenses going into this weekend what's your mindset right now as a bookmaker kansas city's playing buffalo the number one ranked offense playing against the number two ranked um offense and they're averaging over 30 points a game kansas city averaging 31.8 buffalo averaging 30.4 think like a bookmaker What's the bookmaker thinking right now? There's the question the question of the day. Eh? What's the bookmaker thinking? What's the total in that game? What's the total in the Chiefs and Bills game? It is at, uh, let me see here, Kansas City, uh, Buffalo, Kansas City. It's at uh, 53 and a half. All right. So if I see that the number one offense going up against the number two, D, um, the, the, the number one, number two offense uh, head to head this weekend, bookmakers thinking, okay, what's the public going to think? Wow, all this offense, hey, we got to put a number where people are going to bet the over, right? <laughs> hey, this is where you got to think under. 
and look at that you got the bills and now uh, look at the top okay so we'll do this for a second chiefs bills lions ravens eagles top five offense your top five defense can't believe broncos are there number five no maybe i can <laughs> after those uh, those uh, snore of a game jaguars cowboys 49ers and bills now let's do this game matchups let's go to that uh Let's go to that uh, Bills since I was talking about the Bills and the Chiefs. You got the number one against number two, but look at this. You got the number one defense in the Bills going up against the number 25 defense of the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, you know, I think the bookmaker is going to, you know, 53 and a half might be a number that, that they feel they can get uh, more action on the um, the over. Keep an eye out on that number. Let's see where that number goes this weekend. Let's see if it goes up or down and uh, it'll be interesting. Again, my, my first reaction is perception is that, you know, number one offense against the number one, uh, two offense. I'm thinking over what's the, that's the, the public perception, but the under might be the play there if you're thinking about that. All right, you got the Cowboys, number uh, 25 on offense, number three defense. Look at the Eagles, number seven on defense, only giving up 17.6 points per game. You got the Ravens, hey, number four offense up against the uh, Giants, number 21. And this is what worries me about the New York uh, football Giants, the G-Men, right? Um, you got a, a very good head coach who's made all the right calls so far, right? But he's smoke and mirrors. This is all smoke and mirrors in my book because you still got the twenty ranked offense, and that's still in the 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 the, the, the one third of the bottom class of the offense, right? You're only averaging twenty point six, but the defense is doing this a uh, good job. But you got to score points, right? Throw to score, run to win, defense wins championship. Three things I learned at a coach's clinic: throw to score, run to win. Defense wins championships, and um, they, they, the Giants got to find a way to be a little bit more productive on offense. The good news is this game will be at home. Uh, they'll have a little bit of, hopefully, some uh, home cooking momentum with the fans cheering them on. But uh, you're still going up against the Ravens. It's not the uh, the Lewis Ravens, right? It's not the uh, the Ed Reeds and the uh, Ray Lewis-type defense. Uh, Baltimore giving up 23 points per game. This is going to be an interesting game. I'll get to that in just a second. The Jets taking on the Packers. Here's the thing, right? When you're thinking Jets and Packers, um, here's my uncomfortable feeling pick maybe, right? I think the Jets covered this weekend. I do like the Jets. And you got to remember, how we feel about the Jets, and, and I cash myself too, because I'll look at the Jets, and what's my first instinct? They suck. Eh? Because I'm always using the reference of the past of the past Jets team, right? But after a few years of getting the uh, the top draft picks, you're eventually uh, getting into your um, uh, you know some some uh, quality play. And you know Salah, you got to give him the credit. He's turned us around the first five weeks. Can he keep it going? We'll see. Uh, but the Jets still 19th on defense, eh? And Salah's a special team uh, defensive guy. All right, Patriots taking on the Browns. Browns doing it all in the running, right? They're running the ball really well at New England. We'll see if it's zappy this weekend uh, going up uh, to Cleveland. Minnesota Dolphins, a 13th against 14 ranked offense. Dolphins, 15 on defense. There's the problem with the Dolphins right there. Hey, you wouldn't have thought that after the first two weeks, right? But uh, that's what happens when you lose your quarterback. We talked about the Bills and the Chiefs. Tampa Bay, Pittsburgh, the number 20 against number 30. Hey, misery loves company. They're going to meet this weekend in Pittsburgh. Um, man, who would have thought the, the Steelers would be this uh, awful eh, uh, going in? You know, and this is what happened. You know, you're always going back to your history uh, mindset, right? Your subconscious. Your subconscious sometimes takes over and it tells you, hey, it's the Steelers. It's the defense, you know? And and when you think of these, um, the, the, you know, the Steelers, the Chicago Bears, you know, cold climate weather uh, cities, you think defense. 
defense and running game, right? And I know it's not that cold right now. It's only uh, it's only October, but uh, it's things that we think about as handicappers and coaches. Cincinnati, New Orleans. Um, I-, I love the Bengals this week, and I'll get to that in just a few minutes. Bengals still ranked number eight on um, uh, defense. As you know, I don't think we've seen the um, the explosion yet of the Cincinnati Bengals offense. You know, I think the Bengals. They're just they're they're there. They just need to take that next step to where they were last year. San Francisco against Atlanta, number ten against seventeen. See, Atlanta falls into the Jets category, right? You want to believe, hey, you want to believe in the Falcons, hey, you want to believe in the Jets, but it's still the Falcons and the Jets, and that's the hardest part of handicapping. How to get the stench off your mind thinking that, right? Maybe that's a good way of putting it, right? How to get the stench off of thinking. That it's it's maybe it's not the Falcons and the Jets of old. Hey, maybe the, that's a good uh, maybe that's a good way to do it. What's with all these dating things? Hey, I'm gonna have to get you guys to uh, I'm gonna have to get a new um, handicap. Um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, this user, uh, a new moderator. Hey, <laughs> or bring out this clip. Hey baby, <laughs> we're gonna be here all day. Yeah, we're gonna be here all day, baby. I like this kind of party. Yeah. There you go, Tinder Hot. We just gave you a, 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 a Singletary. Uh, Roger's starting to give me an overrated vibe. He beats up on C-type teams and falls on his face come playoff over him. Moderator. Yeah, yeah, you should be a moderator. I, I think I'll, anybody wants to be a moderator, just let me know. I'll get, you, I'll, get you, I'll get you guys moderator status. I don't know if I can get you. Ah, there you go. There you go, F. You just became a moderator. Eh? Big round of applause for F. He's now a moderator at the, um, at the Rain Report. Hey, give those babies their own room. <laughs> there we go. Anybody else, uh, any longtime veteran there, want to be a moderator? Yeah, just let me know. Hey, got to pay my respects to the, um, that's a long chair there for F.A. All right, Isaiah, Roger must be mentally kind, broken after that bad postseason. You know, that's a good uh, point. That's a really good, um, so uh, F says, Rodgers is starting to give me an overrated vibe. He beats up on C-type teams and falls on his face come playoffs over him. Yeah, he, um, <laughs> the old Janet Jackson song, right? Well, what have you done for me lately? It, it doesn't matter what you do in the regular season. Remember the Atlanta Braves of the 90 with Bobby Cox, and I'm sorry to OG and all my ATL friends, um, but the Braves in the 90s, we're the best regular season team, and then they get to the playoffs. And then I, I know I use that analogy a lot, and it probably pisses off all my Atlanta friends. But that's how I get this this feeling with the the, the Packers and Rodgers, right? Um, th- there's, you want to be good or you want to be great. You know, you can be good during the regular season, but you got to be great in the playoffs. And if you're not great, then then you know, thanks for thanks for coming out. Pick up your steak knives at the door, right? Um, all right, uh, Carolina against uh, the Rams. The Rams offense, man. The offensive line, the running game. Yeah, they're, they're a lot like the Packers right now. Jaguars, Colts. You know what? Uh, the Colts played a lot of tough uh, teams at the beginning. But here's the thing with the Colts. You know, the, yeah, they lost to some of these teams that they should be beating. But how on earth do you beat the Chiefs at home, right? So you are, <laughs> you are what your record says you are. And Indianapolis, are they really a team with Matty Ice? 32nd ranked offense, 13.8 points per game. And they got Frank Wright as the head coach, you know, offensive guy, you know, quarterback. Hey, Frank Wright led the one of the best comebacks of all times uh, against the Houston Oilers back in the uh, the 90s, right? Um, but the Colts, say hey, they, they got a good defense. So does Jacksonville. And Peterson still, hey, you got to give Peterson credit. He, he's doing his magic here in Jacksonville. And uh, unfortunately, tough, tough loss last week against the, uh, the Texans. Arizona, Seattle. 
I don't know, man. This Seattle, this, you know, I just don't know what to think of this Arizona team anymore. But the thing with Arizona, and I showed you guys this, and I'll show you in a second, Denver, LA, the Monday night game. I think the charge is there. Arizona, before you throw in your hat on Arizona, always remember this uh, stat right here. Remember I showed you guys this stat right here? Where was it? Um, uh, Was it this one here? Uh, No, let me see here. Maybe it was this one. I think it's this one here. Rankings. Nope. Let me go back. Where is that? Um, over under? No, no, no. I think it's over here on the second page. Um, teams that need help. Okay. We're at, uh, Arizona. What I'm trying to get at here is Arizona. Uh, one of the best teams in the league in the on the road the last uh, few years, four years, right? Where is that? Uh, is it this one here? Uh, crap, I can't remember where I put that uh, that chart. Um, and it's not that one. It's not that one. Okay, I got to find it here. Now, uh-oh. Hey, if I don't find it, you know it's going to throw the show off all day because I'm going to be looking at Okay, I think it's this. There we go. Hey, I saved the show. There we go. All right, uh, let me see. Arizona, look at that. Prior to this game, the, this, uh, the games this year, Arizona, the third best team on the road the last three years. But look at their uh, road record, a uh, home record. Uh, one of the worst home records. Where's uh, their home record? Right down uh, Arizona. Number 19th at home. You don't want to play Arizona at home. You want to take them on the road. So Arizona on the road. But look at the under. 4-14-1 uh, the last three years. Don't count this year's games. On the road. Um, yeah, look at these teams. Uh, Kansas City's at home. Um, Buffalo's on the road. 13-6. Okay. <laughs> hey, remember I was telling you the over? Well, look at the Bills. 13 6 and 0 oh, to the over. What about Kansas City? 10 13 and 0. Oh. And what about uh, Cincinnati on the road? 6 13 and 0. Oh. And the G Men. Okay, they're at home, so that doesn't uh, play out there. Detroit, Washington, uh, Washington at home. Uh, six, no, they were on the road yesterday. The Giants. Look at the Giants. Last three years at home. 2 15 and 0 oh to, the, to the under. And the Bears, 5 12 and 0 oh to the under. Under last night. So yeah, this is a good um, this is a good chart too. If you want to see this chart, you can at atsstats.com. All right, uh, let me go back here. Let's go to the NFL and uh, let's go to the uh, the matchups this weekend. All right, so uh, we had a prediction of twenty. Was it twenty? I know these things will change on the fly. Twenty three twenty. Okay, so we had twenty nineteen. Uh, Washington uh, got the win yesterday, and we had him at fifty two percent, but sixty three. Calculator had it, but not the computer. Jacksonville taking on the Indianapolis Colts. Now the Colts a two and a half point favorite. Forty two and a half is the uh, total. Fifty four point seven percent chance of winning on the Colts, and uh, I do like Indianapolis. I agree with Ross. In fact, I gave it out as a uh, uh, one of our members pick this weekend. Total forty one point three. And uh, I do like the Colts this weekend. Minnesota going to Miami. Now, again, it all depends who's going to play in Miami, right? Let me go to my chart right here. And let's just see if I can get some of the latest injury reports. And let me take a look at this uh, lineup here. Oh. <clears throat> all right. Oh, crap. This, I hate these websites when you go and they always uh, have these pop-ups. And then you click the pop-up. Man. All right. Uh, let me see. The Miami. Yeah. Teddy Bridgewater. Questionable. Uh, Mozart questionable. Raheem Mozart, the running back. A lot of a lot of injuries in Miami right now. 
But I don't know if I can trust. Can we trust Minnesota on the road? That's the question. Can you trust Minnesota on the road? That's a pass for me. Um, coming off a 29-22 victory against Chicago. Miami off a 40-17 loss to the Jets. I don't know if you can trust. The thing is, uh, the rule number four of the rain report, player availability, right? Player availability. This is a pass for me. Baltimore taking on the New York football Giants. The one thing I can tell you from experience with these type of uh, teams like the Giants they just find way to win or cover. That's the one thing I've noticed the last 20 years. Whenever a team like the Giants, um, you know, they, they, they don't wow you in their offense right now. They, you know, Dable's made these great halftime adjustments. Baltimore coming off that uh, win last week, 19-17 uh, against Cincinnati. Could have game game could have went either way, right? Um, I I like the I like the Giants. I do like the Giants here. Uh, one of my forecasts here. Just want to trust in my picks. I, I do like the Giants. Was it twenty eight point five percent chance of winning? But uh, I like the Giants plus five and a half. So I'm going to take the Giants plus five and a half. Tampa Bay against the uh, Steelers. The Misery Bowl. A eh? company loves misery, and they're going to meet that. Uh, in the old Heinz Field, I don't know what it's called these days. Uh, eight and a half. That's that's a big big line. What's my line? Five and a half. I had five and a half, and you see eight and a half right there. Um, yeah, I think that line is a tad tad um, overvalued. Is it maybe the Brady factor? I don't know. Uh, let me see the uh, the starting lineup. Um, yeah, a little bit of question marks on the um, the Bucks. The Bucks need to get healthy. That's the problem with uh, Tampa Bay. They got to get healthy. All right, uh, let me see here. I'm going to make a Nature Boy a moderator. All right there. Who else wants to be a moderator? <laughs> hey, keep these uh, keep these uh, these dating sites off our chat board. Uh, I think Rogers have an identity crisis. Okay, we read that. Browns big Thomas Maggio Maggio. How you doing there, Thomas? Uh, Browns big Thomas likes the uh, the Cleveland Browns. He is playing it safe. He's always secretive with his messages, making folks decode him. Yeah, exactly right. Talking about Rogers. Um, the thing with Rogers, I wish he would do is talk less. You know, you just talk less. When you're the leader of the Green Bay Packers, the offense, and everybody knows the problem in Green Bay. You, you lost Devontae Adams. You know, the receivers are rookies, the, the you know, the new ones. We we know the situation. You don't need to magnify it, right? If I'm the head coach of the uh if I'm LaFleur, I just say, hey, you know what, um, Aaron, during your press conference, you know, just maybe tone it down on the on the receiver issues, right? Just tone it down. Everybody knows these guys are young, they're new, they're rookies. Give them time. Stop saying, you know, stop catching balls or, you know, you won't NFL. Not for long, right? As Jerry Glanville would say. But, you know, the best leaders are the ones who don't throw your, your team under the bus. And I think Rodgers, I think if he says less, I think he'll say more. Um, you know, that's just me. All right. Uh, I'm over with Arizona. I'm over Arizona. They, that crush on Arizona. You're done with it, Isaiah. Isaiah says I'm over Arizona. But they're on the road. Hopkins is back. Yeah, that's a big get. They Getting DeAndre Hopkins, that'll be a be, uh, that'll be good. Yes, Coach, but I think Buffalo Bills had some heartbreak in the 90s as well, says OG Week. Yeah, we did. Losing four straight. It still crushes me. Colts Jackson Under says Thomas. Thomas uh, Maggio likes the Colts Jackson Under. Uh, Bills in the 90s, the Atlanta Braves version of the 90s, yeah. Arizona over the total. Man, Thomas has a lot of overpicks here, right? Eh? At some point, winners separate themselves in the NFL. Is this the week? Yeah, this is exactly what I'm saying, right? Underdogs can't win forever, right? I think so, John, says Isaiah. 
Uh, faves grow 65% or better in my opinion. And reversal of the fave to, yeah, there has to be reversal on one point, right? All right, back to this one. Tampa Bay against Pittsburgh. I don't like this game. There's just, there's no confidence. This is like the, um, uh, you know, it's a lipstick bowl, right? The, the pig, uh, you can't put lipstick on a pig type thing, right? This, this, is, a, this is an ugly, ugly game. This, uh, I just don't know. You know, Pittsburgh, how's the quarterback play is going to be? You know, Tampa Bay's defense is the only consistency here of the Bucks. And when you look at a football game, and and normally a football game is decided by three to five plays during a game. If you go look at every football game in the past, it's normally decided by three to five, maybe seven plays throughout the whole entire game. Um, when you look at Tampa Bay, the only thing that's consistent with the Bucks is their defense. The defense is consistent, but mind you, they haven't had all the receivers. Yeah, if you get your receiver, and speaking of the word consistent, you get consistent play, consistent uh, roster rotation of, of, you know, in and outs. What do you expect, right? Uh, it, it, to me, I think Tampa Bay would be the hardest team to game plan um, uh, offensively against their offense. You just don't know who's going to be in the lineup one week. Cincinnati. Love the Bengals this week. I think the Bengals, this is the game they meet, the, the statement game. You know, I used to say all the time to the team, I said, look, if you if you really want to, to, um, to, to make it in the playoffs, you need a statement game. You need a game where people look back and say, that's the game where they turned it around. It has to be this for Cincinnati. Cincinnati 2-3, and three, this is the statement game right here. Eh? What do you guys think? Uh, what's a good sound? <laughs> uh, playoffs? Don't talk about playoff. Yeah, don't talk about playoff. You don't win this game, you don't talk about playoffs. Cincinnati, this is the game you got to make a statement game right here in the uh, Mercedes-Benz Superdome, right? Um, two and a half is the line. Take the money line. I love the money line on this game. Give me the Bengals. I know the the forecast has 23-19, but you got to hang you got to hang a 30 uh, a 30 burger here, right? If you're Cincinnati, you got you got great weapons. You got to use them. Find a way to uh, to get back and you know what the la- I don't know if this is the last time uh, the Joe Burrow um, entered the uh, Superdome I don't know if he played there you know think of LSU right when he was that in the Superdome where he won the uh, uh, the uh, national title hey maybe a little karma right there for Joe Burrow all right New England taking on the Cleveland Browns the Brownies a minus two and a half point home favorite the over run at forty three and a half um, New England the only you know, consistency right what's the consistency of the New England Patriots not the offense the defense well. Um, maybe special teams, right? Maybe special teams. Their consistency. This has uh, this has a Washington Bears uh, look uh, to it here, right here. Um, the stench, hey, eh? the stench game. Uh, 65.5% chance of winning for Cleveland. 43 and a half for the uh, the Patriots. If you're the Patriots, you you know, I heard this week Bill Belichick. Somebody was talking about Bill Belichick. He is the master of taking away what you're good at. So if you're good at running the football, Bill Belichick will find a way to bring. If you got, you know, if you got one running back, five linemen, you know, that's six. They'll bring seven into the box, right? They'll always plus one you. We call that match defense in football. Ever hear match defense? You hear it sometimes on the announcers. You know, the cover three, cover one, man to man. Match defense is is where you box in your receivers and you plus one them. So if let's say the receivers. On the, on the strong side of the field so let's say the ball's on the left hash and you got three receivers to the the right side they'll bring in four db 
threes. They'll plus one you in the box, right, or in the coverage. And I think um, that they're going to do the opposite this weekend to Cleveland. If I'm playing the Cleveland Browns and I know their game plan is running the football, you, you keep your safeties a little bit lower um, to go support the box, right? So I think this weekend, uh, if New England can take away the run game, I think uh, the, the plus two and a half is a nice, nice play on New England. San Francisco taking on the Atlanta Falcons. Now, San Francisco uh, beating the Beatables, right? 37. Eh? It's like the schoolyard bully went to Carolina last week and, beat, and uh, took the lunch money of the Panthers. 37-15. Eh? They, the, um, yeah, they took their lunch money and they went back uh, home. And now they're in Atlanta. But uh, Atlanta's like the Jets. Do you believe? Eh? Do you believe in the Atlanta? Um, not the Falcons. Yeah, the Falcons. Do you believe in the Atlanta Falcons? Um, I do. I, I think this week, I think Atlanta uh, plus five and a half. Remember Ross Benjamin said it at the beginning of the year, the worst number in football is five. Five, five and a half. The worst, worst number to get uh, in the point spread is five and a half. I'm going to take Atlanta. I'm going to take Atlanta and uh, let's see if we can get the money. New York Jets taking on the Packers. Now this, you know, here's the thing, right? The perception, what's the perception? Us, the Jets, but you're thinking old Jets, right? You're not thinking the, the three and two Jets. And you just, you don't believe in the Jets right now. This is the mindset of the public right now. It's still the Jets. It's still the Jets. But all they do is they just go out and, and they, they, they get the, the, the wins, right? The 40-17. But which Jet team is going to come here at Lambeau this weekend? And where's that statement game from the Packers, right? Where's that big statement game I talk about um, going against the New York Jets? I'll take the Jets. Until they um, until Green Bay shows that they can play more consistent football, 3-2. and two, That's not good enough for uh, Green Bay fans, right? Uh, especially with the history. And you got you know the best quarterback in the league right now. One of the best in Aaron Rodgers. This you know this line reflects uh, maybe a uh, no, a past history line, right? What's my line on the game? See, I had plus one. Look at that. They're playing like plus one. What does the calculator says? You know, I told you guys I would do the calculator. I forgot to do it. Um, I'll, I'll bring it up after, but just for this game, I'll do it right now. Let's go to the uh, calculator. Perception versus reality. This is the reality. Hey, the perception is seven and a half. Let's go see what the reality is. Uh, New York uh, Jets. Let's go New York Jets. And let's go Green Bay. And let's talk. Uh, let's talk about practice. All right, three point five nine. This is what the line in reality should be. And look at the bookmakers; they inflated it to seven and a half. What's the total? Total was a forty four point two. And what's the total in this game? Forty four point five. Wow. All right, uh, nine iron. Oh my God. Hey, where, where's my moderators? Hey, where's my moderators? There you go. There we go. Hey, you guys are you got. <laughs> Nature Boy doing his job. I love it. Eh? Well, I, I guess you, I, I guess you made it big time as a podcast when the the uh, eh? all these the, the adult dating sites are spamming your uh, chat box. Eh? I think that's when you made it big time. Eh? Straight cash, homie. Yeah, straight cash. All right, let's go. Um, Carolina taking on the Rams. Rams got their uh, lunch money taken away last week against uh, the 49ers and the Rams. Yeah, they um, they ran into a pretty good defense, a Dan Quinn defense, 22 to 10 against. Uh, how about them Cowboys? Um, now they've got a, basically a pick'em line here, minus one, 0. 0.5 here. I got a 19.6, 19.5 victory for Carolina. But here's the thing, right? Going back to perception, everybody sees the uh, Super Bowl champs. They see the LA Rams, and they see a, a team that just fired their head coach coming into uh, LA. But why is the Rams only um, a pick'em price right here, right? 
their pick and price. This is a funny, funny line right here. And according to my, um, uh, let me see, what does my uh, calculator say here? ATS calculator has Carolina. Where's my Carolina game? 3.47 Carolina. Wow, look at this. Let me go to the ATS calculator. Carolina. Now, this is the reality number, right? This is when you, when don't, here's the thing about the calculator. Don't, don't look at like, don't look at the, the, um, you know, Stafford. Don't look at Baker Mayfield. Just look at two teams, you know, faceless teams, right? We're just going on numbers. Just the facts, ma'am. Just give me the facts. And let's take a look at the, um, the Rams against Carolina. And this is what the line should be home. Okay. Home team 3.47. So this line should be 3.47 for the Rams and why is it only a pick em line right think like a bookmaker right what does Ross say think like a bookmaker why is this number not three hey why is this number not three that's the question I want to ask all you guys if you guys were to do this number right here what's your number if you guys are, are thinking this number right now Carolina Rams what's your number just just pop it into the bullpen let me know what you guys think. Funny story. I had an older woman who said I looked like Aaron Rodgers and she wanted to be my sugar mama and fly to Cancun. I said, no. <laughs> Holy cow. Hey, sugar daddy. There's Isaiah. That's a pretty good story right there. So Isaiah says, I had an older woman who said I looked like Aaron Rodgers and she wanted to be my sugar mama and fly me to Cancun. I said, no. Hey. <laughs> All right, I can go about 10 different ways in that, but I think I'll just keep the football. All right, let's go to, hey, um, minus 10 Rams. Wow, Daddy B. Gaming says minus 10. Really? Da Daddy B. Gaming, you like minus 10 on the Rams? Women, I think, uh, look like Aaron Rodgers. Um, yeah, minus 10, that's a little high. What do you guys think? The Rams? Isaiah, get the Allstate insurance. I take San Francisco quarterback over Atlanta. Yeah, um, minus 10, that's a big, big line. You know, the forecast had what? Minus 3 point what? Minus 3.4. Maybe that's what I thought the line should be. It just, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it on Monday. But this line, look at the chance of winning is at 60% compared to 54.5 for the uh, the Panthers. Chance of winning, um, that's pretty high. The, the percentage play for the Panthers. And that's based on previous teams in the past when they're in the exact same situation. So anytime you see the Cal right here, the chances of winning. Um, this it means what we did is we went and get all the information on Carolina, all the data, and there's past previous situation, and we go get it and we put it in the algorithms. And every team that's in the exact situation that Carolina is going into the next game, that was the chance of winning 54.5. That's pretty high. That is pretty high. All right, uh, Arizona, Seattle. This is at you know, why isn't Seattle a two and a half point favorite, right? Why isn't Seattle a two and a half point favorite? ATS calculator has 1.3 for Arizona. 1.3 for Arizona, and we had the total at 46.2. So if you go to the calculator and you go Arizona, okay, let me do a reset here. Arizona against uh, Seattle. And you go, survey says, who, who said that? Richard Dawson? Was it Richard Dawson that said that? Survey says, um, 1.36, the away team, right? Arizona, one of the best uh, top three teams last three years on the road. I like Arizona this weekend. I did, you know what Arizona reminds me of? And they have the same record? Cincinnati. Arizona-Cincinnati statement game. Like, you don't win this game, you're 2-4. and four. That You know what that means? You need three wins to get above 500. Would you rather be 3-3 three and three 
or two and five. You go two and five, you need three more wins in a row to get back to 500. Think about it that way, right? Look at the that The only thing you really, when you think about it that way, it's the pressure you're putting on the team at practice this week. Guys, what do you think they're saying at practice this week? You know, when, when you're an NFL football player, coach, or, or you're part of the organization, you eat, sleep, breathe your record. Eat, sleep, breathe your record. You go to bed. Crap, we're two and three. You eat. Crap, we're two and three. And watching TV. Crap, we're two and three. <laughs> Imagine that. Eh? You're a football team and you're the head coach or you're the owner. We're two and three. That, and that's all you hear all week. You're two and three all week. You got to do something about it, right? Hey, st- I used to tell the team all the time show up, step up, keep up. That's how you win football games. You show up at practice, you step up in the games, and you keep it up the next game, right? Show up, step up, keep up, and uh, go get that W. If you're Seattle, you don't want to hear about that because you're two and three also, right? But um, who's the better two and three team? We'll find out this uh, s- Sunday in Seattle. Best team, best uh, one of the best stadiums um, to play if you're um, Seattle. Not for the road team. It's a loud, loud stadium. All right, the game of the week: the Bills taking on the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, you know, people are going to say, "Oh, this is a revenge game." There's no revenge games in the NFL. NFL, your your the, the the things that NFL players they play for contracts. You know, a coach told me long ago, a good friend of mine, used to coach in the um, the CFL, he coached in college football, coached everywhere. He goes, Ron, he goes, players, in, in professional players, the biggest thing to, for them to do is to buy in because they're playing for their contract. And they, they care about the team, but they care about their situation because if they don't perform, they're unemployed right nfl players canadian football league any professional player doesn't play well you're unemployed and it's to get the buy-in right that's why in in pro sports it's really hard to look at the revenge factor maybe playoffs right when it comes to playoffs regular season game i don't see this angle playing out i see the bills looking at this game if i'm if i'm a mcdermott this week i'm saying guys this is a team we're gonna have to beat down the road to go to super bowl let's 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 go on in, in kansas city let's get that w kansas city uh, a game that they they came from behind to win a uh, game they could have lost right a game they could, really should have lost um they didn't play well and the thing is with the kansas city you look at their games they they're not over dominating teams they're not dominating them two and three against the point spread four and one straight up only 40 percent covering the spread this year buffalo uh three and two against the point spread one and four to the under one and four to the under and look at my value edge minus 20 that's because buffalo's scoring like crazy um this will be a great game this is going to be a great game um there's man you got two great quarterbacks going into this one it's the defense for the bills that'll be the difference i think buffalo gets the the win i know my forecast has 27.5 to 27.7 that's just the average scores of past previous teams and when you uh you know you do the averages that's the average scores but this is the one you look at right here look at that 55.5 percent chance of winning 55 points I, I i think buffalo gets the win uh with a short number like that take the money line take buffalo if you like buffalo take the money line you like kansas city take the plus uh take plus three try to get a three this way if you get a field goal uh, at least you get your money back with the geico insurance dallas taking on the eagles that's your sunday night uh, game of the week you got philadelphia six and a half point favorite 41 half is the total and a 64.8 percent chance of winning here for the fly eagles fly hey they said there'd be no singing here Philly coming in on a five-game win streak. Where Dallas coming off a road win, twenty-two and ten. Now the big question here for me: Can Dallas make it two wins on the road in a row? 
Can they win two games in a row on the road? Four-game win streak. Philadelphia has yet. And the thing with Philly is they got the goose egg going, right? Once you got that goose egg, you, you, you play to protect it because you, you love the feeling of winning. Everything tastes great when you're winning, right? You know, you, you, you know it's just everything's great when you're winning. And Dallas coming in high, too, on a high uh, momentum, you know, be, beating the uh, Super Bowl champs last week. But you're going up to Philadelphia. Philadelphia, um, with that triple run pass option that uh, Jalen Hurts can run. That To me, this game, the bottom line, here's the way I see this game play out. If Dallas can stop Philadelphia on the third and shorts, okay? How many times you watch a game? Third and one, third and two. To me, that's where the game is going to get played out. You know why? Because Jalen Hurts is a great RPO quarterback. And in you know, a third down, you know, when you, you in your playbook, when you're looking at your call sheet and you're saying, I need a great third down play on third and one. RPO, baby. RPO. And if Dallas can find a way to stop the the Eagles on third and short, um, they'll have a shot. All right. I, I do like, uh, let me see here. I do like, I think I like Dallas here. Um and this game here, three point two. No, that's not the game. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't have a play on this game. I don't have a play. That's right. I didn't. Uh, that's not the game I really like. I don't have a play. But um, our forecast: sixty-four point eight percent chance of winning. Only thirty-five for the Cowboys. And the, 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 the Dallas Cowboys offense has got to be a little bit more creative, right? I know they're playing, you know, uh, Cooper Rush, and it's not. It's not. It's not Dak, but Cooper Rush still undefeated as an NFL quarterback. Uh, bet you know the good. Uh, the, you know, when you can put in your backup quarterback and not miss a beat, that's a pretty good thing. But I, I just wonder if they're restricted on the play call sheet. You know, you know, offensive coordinators will have a you know certain plays for certain quarterbacks. I just wonder what the limit restriction is on Cooper Rush on the play. You know, the one thing when you when when offense coordinators go into a game. They can have, and you know, I'm not a, I'm not a one of those coordinators who think you should have like 80 to 100 plays. Less is more. When you have less is more, but you know, say Dak Prescott on his call sheet, you have like 60 plays. Maybe you have like 35 for uh, Cooper, right? I don't know. It all depends what the uh, the limited uh, play calling is for Dallas. Um, according to the the forecast here, 23-18 Eagles. All right, your Monday night f- uh, football game, the Chargers taking on the Broncos. Now, the Chargers beat up on the C-type teams. I do like LA in this one. 73.5% chance of winning. Big win last week in Cleveland, 30-28. Now they're at home. Dallas, uh, Denver with that snore fest against Indy. That was an awful, awful game. Give me the Chargers, uh, one of my top plays this weekend. All right, uh, Elliot and Dak needs to go. <laughs> Pollard been wrapped. Yeah, hey, Pollard's been running really good. You need to split times with Pollard and uh, Zeke Elliott, right? Um, I'm cutting back Carolina. Either might fade the whole game. The Nature Boy, the new Red Rocket, hasn't faced the Eagles yet. Um, <laughs> the new Red Rocket. That's a good one. Cooper Rush, Jimmy G 2.0. Says F, <laughs> Jimmy G 2.0. That's a good one. That's a... Uh, yeah, you get a you get a Ric Flair for that. All right, let's. Uh, that's the NFL week and number six. So we broke down the games. And again, if you want to watch the replay, if you uh, if you're watching, you're listening on a podcast, and you want to see the visual, the one thing with the uh, the Ram Report, uh, once the show's over, we load up the game on the podcast on Spotify and all the other um, uh, the iTunes uh, heart or I. You know, iHeartRadio and all that stuff, you can get it on the uh, your favorite podcast. And uh, if, but I, I recommend you watch it on the YouTube channel. Go to the uh, YouTube. Uh, one thing I want to show you guys before we uh, we get to the NFL stats and trends. 
if you go to the front page of atsstats.com, I'm going to show you something. This is this is an undervalued um, the, the resource that you guys really uh, we don't talk a lot about, and I'm going to be emphasizing this this uh, feature here each and every week. I'm going to do videos today on it. Here's the thing: when you're watching this um, this uh, the market report. Again, these are not picks. These are options. And what you want to do is look, I got the Chargers at number one. The Lions, four and a half, 45 and a half is the total. They're playing Denver. And I give you guys the type of team they are, a C type team. They've been neutral 29 days. So what you're saying, what does neutral mean? It means they're one and two, two and one last 29 days. So in their games, win one, uh, lose two, or win two, lose one in that cycle, right? That's a cycle you can trust. The strength of schedule, all right, the teams they're facing this year only average a 33 win percentage. A little low, little low, uh, but they're getting the job done at three and two on the year. Now, here's the thing I really want you guys to really see the value of this uh, tip sheet right here. When you go to the front page, always look at the A, B, and C type teams. Now, the LA Chargers against A type teams this year, zero win percentage. It, it's not like 0 and 1. It means they play, I think the, the only A type team they played was the Chiefs, and they haven't beat them yet. So when you look at the A, B, and C type teams, and this is what I mean about the beatables, the C's, they beat up on the beatables, right? They take their lunch money. Against the medium pack teams, they win 50% of their games. This is such a great chart, and it's only going to get better in value with more volumes included into the schedule and more games, right? Because once you get more games included into the schedule, the A, B, and C type chart right here is going to paint you a very different picture than probably the one you you uh, you, you uh, drummed up in your head about the team, right? Two ATS a win streak, three and two, one and one at home, two and one on the road. Now, daily market value index, they haven't played an A-type teams um, or a C-type team at home yet. That's why you don't see a line value right there. And the chance of winning, of them winning that game, 73.5%. And to me, guys, this is a great chart. Each and every day, if you go to the website, and um, the one thing now, if you go to, like, say you click on home, the, the thing that's really messing this chart is is those preseason NBA games because I got like uh, the, the preseason games from last year. But until the NBA gets in regular season, what I recommend you do, go to the chart, go to NFL right there, go to college football and go look at those AB type teams and go look at the teams they're playing and look at the uh, the chance of winning. I'm going to do a video on this today. I'll post it into the uh, the YouTube channel, but I just wanted to show you guys that. All right, uh, we all know what time it is, right? We're talking about practice. Not a game, not a game. We're talking about practice. Practice, man. I mean, how silly is that? All right, we're talking about the 80% club stats, and you can get these stats each and every day right here at ATSStats.com. And uh, how are we doing on time here? Uh, time? 122. Man, time flies when you're having fun, right? Packers, 18-1 and one as a minus 7, 9.5 home favorite, coming off a one-game losing streak, so off a loss since 1996. That's good for 94.7%. Uh-oh. Hey, the Saints, the Aints. 16-1 and one as a home team playing the month of October the last 10 years. Well, let's hope it's 16-2 because I like the uh, the Bengals this week. The under, 1-13 to the under for the Giants as a home team playing on Sunday the last two years. Patriots, 13-1 and one as a road team in the month of October last seven years. Uh, keep in mind, that's Brady years. Uh, the Browns, 13-1 and one as a home team coming off a home ATS loss the last seven years. That's the mic drop-off today. The Cleveland Browns, 
13 and 1 to the under as a home team coming off an ATS home loss the last seven years. And that is your 80% club stats for week number six of the National Football League. We're talking about practice. Not a game, not a game. We're talking about practice. Practice, man. I mean, how silly is that? Yeah, how silly is that? And that is your 80% club stats, courtesy of ATSStats.com. I got 15 more stats, and if you want to see those stats, go to ATSStats.com. Once you get to the website, click on NFL. And once you hit on NFL, look for uh, Joe Burrows. Cool Joe right there. 20 winning NFL betting trends, and those are your stats for week number six of the National Football League. All right, hey, this was a lot of fun. Hey, Rex? Can we have fun? You're damn right. I demand that we have fun. Yeah, we had a lot of fun here today on the Rain Report. And don't forget, guys, you can get my premium picks, my best bets each and every day, along with Ross Benjamin. Hey, Ross is absolutely killing it. In fact, Ross had Washington last night. All he does is win. Hey, Ross Benjamin, all he does is pick winners. And if you want to get Ross's picks this weekend, check him out right here at ATSStats.com. All right, guys, enjoy your weekend. And uh, hoo-ha, the weekend's here. Enjoy Football Friendly Friday. I'll be back here on a Monday with another Raymond Report. Raymond out. Hello again, everybody. Harry Carey from Rigby Field on a beautiful day for baseball. To be the man, you've got to be the man. Joe owns the Chiefs. Owns. 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 I don't know. Struggling. Can we have fun? You're damn right. I demand that we have fun. Put that coffee down. Coffee's for closers only. Three cash, homie. Holy cow! This is a doggy dog world, Sammy, and I'm wearing milk bone underwear. What the hell's going on out here? Woo! If you smile! But the rock is cooking. That's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. Let's go to eat a goddamn snack. down. Coffee's for closers only. <laughs>
You think I'm fucking with you? I am not 